0: Presented by the United States Sentencing Commission, this is Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast for federal sentencing practitioners covering topics of interest. Here are your hosts, Abhisheh Bayisa and Rachel Pierce.
1: Hey Rachel, (laughs) Uh, so I've got uh, what I know you will think is like the same question we've gotten over and over again, but (laughs) this always confuses me and it's about uh, grouping When you've got what looks wait, I'm sorry. Grouping confuses you. I I can't imagine. I know, (laughs) but I've got my decision tree, and I think I know the answer. But I wanted to run it by you first. And this is one where there's disparate offenses, different victims, all being sentenced at one time. Okay. So this is the call I got. Um, I've got a defendant, and. This defendant was involved in a scheme to fraudulently obtain Title III funding from the government. So Title II, excuse me, Title II funding provides uh, grants to state and local education agencies um, which are used to prepare, train, and recruit uh, teachers. Mm -hmm. And so what happened is the defendant fraudulently applied for and received several uh, of these grants. So the offenses of conviction are as follows. Theft of government funds. Um, that's the Title II funding, mm-hmm. concealment of Title II money, obviously related to the theft of the government's money, excess device fraud, uh, and false statements. Um,
2: so um, where do we go? That's the question, right, right, where
1: do we go? Because it's like, well, I've got these counts of conviction. I know they may or may not group. We've got different victims Mm because in one like the government is the victim because they're the ones who gave out this money but there's also access device fraud and false statements like where does that fall in right
2: so i'm glad that you mentioned the decision tree i've been emailing that and handing that out like candy to folks in the field because i think it's an excellent resource Uh, and one of the first things it asks you is are you using the same guideline that's your question so the first question i have is do these counts of conviction all use the same guideline? Yes. And that guideline is? 2B1.1. 1. 1. I got that far. <laughs> <laughs> so they all use the same guideline. So essentially what, what the rule tells you at 3D 1.2 and also the decision tree is that you don't get to choose. You, it doesn't matter if the offenses involve different victims. It doesn't matter if they involve different schemes. If there's different types of quote unquote harms. That's actually not the case. The rule dictates that they involve the same harm because you're using the same guideline. And so you apply that guideline one time based on all of that conduct. And I think folks do get themselves hung up on, well, I've got different victims and there's actually different things going on here. Um, You don't get to choose. When you're grouping at Rule D and you're using one guideline, uh, that's the rule. And that rule dictates that those offenses do involve the same harm. The other thing about Rule D is that there actually isn't any victim consideration when grouping under Rule D. So, essentially, if you have a guideline that's listed as groupable under Rule D, stop. It groups under Rule D. You don't have to ask any more questions. Okay. You're done. Um, So no units? No units, no no, no units here. Uh, And the fact that there may be different victims involved, not that the guideline doesn't care about victims, obviously, but that's not a consideration when grouping under Rule D, as opposed to grouping under A or B, where, you know, you have to have the same victim to group under those counts. We're not concerned about who the victim is of the offenses when grouping under Rule D. Okay, so Mm -hmm. as
1: long as something is listed as groupable under Rule D, and they all involve the same guideline. So you're saying I just apply 2B1.1 one time, so I add up all the loss. Exactly. All the victims. Exactly. Right? Any other specific offense characteristics? So I just go through the entire guideline. And if it applies, if an SOC applies to any other counts...
2: I apply it. Exactly. It's actually that easy. Uh, and I, what I've been encouraging folks recently is not to overthink it when, it, when you're grouping under Rule D. Well, it and is that, grouping, It Rachel. is grouping. You're right. You're right. But, but D is the easiest one, actually. Um, and don't think about just if, if you're at D, group under Rule D. You don't have a choice. Don't ask any questions. Don't overthink it. Just apply it once and move on. Exactly. All right, well, I can't wait to give this answer.
0: <laughs> Good. This wraps up our episode of Sentencing Practice Talk. Today brought to you by the United States Sentencing Commission. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to check back often for new topics. Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast on federal sentencing issues. Please be advised that information provided by the Commission staff is offered to assist in understanding and applying the sentencing guidelines. The information does not necessarily represent the official position of the Commission, should not be considered definitive, and is not binding upon the Commission, the Court, or the parties in any case.